How's everybody doing? This is Louie from AZ Central doing another I Am Your Father podcast. Podcasts I do every once in a while on topics of parenting, sometimes topics of how news affects parenting, but just in general, what it's like to be the dad of a super cool kid. This week, though, I wanted to get into a little bit of politics. Not a lot of politics. I'm not going to start ranting and raving about any side, about anything. Just trying to make an observation. So when I was a kid, I remember my first president being Jimmy Carter. Only in that I remember images of Jimmy Carter. And I found out later that that old white guy was the president of the United States. The first president I remember as a president. The one who I can say was my childhood president. The one of me growing up, coming of age, breakfast club, coming of age type stuff was Ronald Reagan. And that's really because Reagan kind of dominated the 80s in America. I mean, he was there and part of a lot of these national, international, iconic moments of the 80s, and that was all pretty much Ronald Reagan. That also happens to be the time when I was kind of coming up in the world. I was born in 75, so I was a child of, born in the 70s, but essentially a child of the 80s, right? That's me, I'm an 80s kid. By the time 1990 came around, I was 15. I already knew everything in the world. You couldn't tell me anything. I was pretty stubborn, pretty hard-headed. So Reagan was my guy growing up. He was my president. He's the one I remember watching on TV. He's the one I remember giving speeches and doing stuff. To the point of the podcast, his policies, his the, the policies of his administration, the controversies, the successes, however you want to, you know, depending on what side of the aisle you're on, however you want to classify these things, had more of an impact on my life, more of an impact on my world than pretty much any president following him up until adulthood, probably. And that's because as a kid, you're kind of at the mercy of the world, right? You can't make your own way as a kid. So the stuff that, pre that President Reagan was doing, the stuff that he decided, the policies, the campaigns, all that stuff had a real direct impact on my life. And now that I'm going forward, looking at the presidency now and this change of power that we're kind of in a well towards the end of i guess um i realize now that my son being four that donald trump will be possibly could be the president of his childhood of my son's childhood if trump gets two terms just like reagan did it will have a pretty big impact on my son i mean eight years and he's four you know i'm not a scientist but that, i think that adds up to 12 he gets to be the president that helps raise my son as just like reagan for better or worse, help raise me. So if you guys don't like me, blame Reagan. And I can get into specifics. When I was a kid, uh, the, the idea of um, the domestic kind of like policies that he had, right? So because of Reagan or because of his policies, people have argued and you can make the argument that a lot of the, like like urban struggle, the, a lot of the urban black, specifically in like poverty stricken neighborhoods, gave rise to this kind of urban angst among people of color and really gave rise to what I what you could talk what you could call what you could term kind of political rap so rap existed before 1980s before Reagan but it was in its infant stages and it was really party disco as disco-esque right around the 80s came along a lot of stuff happened internally uh, domestically all that stuff a lot of stuff happened with policies with economic policies with 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 aid being pulled back and so next thing you know you have a bunch, of a bunch of disenfranchised people of color who decided to create this kind of rebel music that became rap political rap and i'm sorry for that noise my ring hit the table and political rap and rap in general is kind of where i found my musical love that was my first it's like when people listen to the beatles like when i heard nwa and like public enemy i was like whoa okay like i'm here for that so that became my music the, the music of my youth wasn't 
classic 80s music, right? Though as great as that was, for me, the music of my youth was hip-hop and rap and the kind of anger that came behind it and the kind of just lyrical genius of some of these guys. And a lot of that happened because of Reagan policies and, I guess, Reaganomics. On the kind of other side of that spectrum, you have Reagan's amnesty and the amnesty that came um, somewhere near these. I can't remember off the top of my head right now. And because of that amnesty, growing up in Southern California, right on the border, actually, I saw firsthand what illegal immigration is and was. I saw firsthand what that amnesty did. And as a weird thing, before the amnesty, I had really no concept of illegal immigration. I didn't know that people were in the country illegally. And I sure as heck didn't know that you can go from illegal to legal because of a piece of paper. Like that, as a kid, just kind of threw me off a little bit. So when amnesty came, my mother helped and worked with people to become legal. You grew up on the border, it's not that hard to find people trying to become legal. So my mom helped people legalize, like like the correct, you know, quote unquote, the right way to become legal. And that was all through the amnesty program. And because of amnesty, my family had made a little bit of money and we were able to eat and pay bills. And so that was a president's policy directly impacting my life, directly impacting my family's life. You go one more in the idea of the war on drugs and the just say no campaign of Nancy Reagan and that the just say no campaign if you think about it still kind of vibrates in the country you can still find people talking about it and it became this viral sensation that as a kid sounded so easy right you just say no to drugs and and then you realize that people it's not that simple like if people are addicted to drugs you can't just say no if you could I mean who the hell would be addicted if you could just say no you just say no and you move on with your life but that's not a thing but the campaign and the just say no to drugs was part of this massive war on drugs that included incarceration and included like penalties and included all this other stuff that was behind it the face of it was a just say no campaign that just took the nation by storm and any kid my age was part of that got swept up into that and there was all these campaigns going on all these commercials and nancy reagan sat in front of the tv and and you know with the really famous now moment said just you know just say no and everybody was like okay cool i'll just say no and, you know, and though it never became a thing and it was kind of really weird that was a big part of my life and the drugs that that motivated the drugs trade the drug world that created and motivated and kind of gave birth to the just say no campaign is a world that i was kind of familiar with as a kid i had drug addicts all around me friends family members fathers um i dabbled i guess you know and it was part of my life so those are quick things that the Reagan administration had a direct impact on my life as a young kid from five to, I don't know, whatever it was after that. And it kind of helped form me, like it helped form the country. It helped create an environment that was part of my upbringing. And that's important to realize as a parent. It's important to realize as a parent that the administrations that you are living under, the presidency, whoever that may be, the policies they make, the choices they make for leadership, for cabinet positions, for Supreme Court, for the study, for the education secretary, all of these things ripple throughout the administration and reach us in some way or another, especially if you have kids. So my son is four. As he gets a little bit older, he's going to have the same memories of a Donald Trump presidency as far as just imagery goes that I am going to ha I have of Reagan. He's going to have to see and witness the same kind of reactions, the same kind of impact that a president's decision make the same way I did with Reagan. But the thing with my son that makes him incredibly unique between the two of us and makes him different from me is that my son is autistic. So now we have a president 
who has tweeted and shown support at the very minimum has shown support for the anti-vax movement and worst case scenario is part of it and legit believes that vaccines cause autism which is a complete falsehood by the way a little side note fyi there's no scientific proof to show this because it's just wrong it's like in, it's, it's not even like kind of wrong it's like wrong it's like trying to convince people that the sun didn't come up the day that the sun is up like it just doesn't make any sense so i'm going go to tirade so anyways so then uh you, you consider the presidential pick for the secretary of education in testimony and questioning that happens as part of the appointment didn't seem to know that the federal government is charged with enforcing or at the very least keeping an eye on federal laws that govern what districts must do by law to help you know special needs kids and kids that need kids that need a little bit of accommodation she had no idea that the feds were supposed to do that i think her initial response was we'll leave it up to the states i live in arizona you leave it up to arizona um, it's not going to be good so i have a son my son an autistic child who's going to become an autistic adult now has a president who thinks who probably thinks who seems to think who seems to support the idea that that he's autistic because of vaccines he now will have probably a secretary of education doesn't really even think that it's that big a deal for the feds to enforce laws that help my son get through school help my son with the with kind of accommodation that he needs to learn to be on some kind of equal footing and these are things that matter parents in general it certainly matters to my sons directly and so it's the kinds of stuff you have to keep an eye on as a parent when a new power takes over when a new president takes over one of the things we have to do is look at how does this impact our children like what does it mean to our kids for some of you nothing and that's great like for some of you it really doesn't matter who he puts for a secretary of education your child's gonna be just fine for some of you it doesn't really matter whether the president believes vaccines cause autism your child is an autistic cool you know i mean that it is what it is we all have different situations but you have to look at it and see what about these policies what about these decisions that are being made impact my son impact my daughter impact my child's childhood and can help shape my child to become the adult that they're going to be if your child is of a certain age pre-high school i'm guessing you know somewhere around their elementary school these things like everything that happens right now supreme court decisions new cabinet leaders council changes all these things that are happening you know at the highest levels of government have a direct impact on what happens at home have a direct impact on the policies that guide your child's uh growth school choice is a big thing if you're in arizona vouchers are a big thing i'm sure they're nationwide but i know for sure in arizona like all of this stuff and before i had a kid i never really paid attention to that never really considered that a president could have this much direct impact on my life and never even occurred to me that could have their, this much impact on my son's life. And I think it's because during Obama's entire administration, I didn't have a kid. And when, you know, for four years, he's a kid, like it doesn't, you know, he's a child and it doesn't really matter for the most part. And before I had a kid, I just didn't care. Like I didn't pay attention at all. Like you guys can do what you want. I'm good. Like, you know, I'm childless. What, what does it matter? But now that my son is four, now that he's coming of age and he's getting big so fast and he's awesome. Now this president matters. The president, where who the president is matters. What the president decides, what the president believes, what his people decide and what his people believe absolutely matter. So four years ahead of us, parents, it's going to be an interesting one to see what happens, to see what matters to you, to see what matters to your family and keep an eye out for what's going on. You have to stay informed. Locally, there's a lot going on. There's battles being fought over education. There's battles being fought over funding, over minimum wage, over health care, 
all of this stuff matters to our children. If it doesn't matter to you, it definitely matters to your children. So keep an eye out. That's all. Wanted to say that it's probably the only politics blog I'm going to do. Unless they get real crazy with vaccine and autism and all that stuff, then you'll see me up here like legit ranting. Um, otherwise, I hope you guys are doing really well. Thanks for the listen. Thanks for the support. I am your father podcast. You can get me on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play. You can find me on Twitter, Snapchat, and Instagram, Louis Villalobos. I'm also on Facebook, though Facebook tends to be more just personal random stuff. But by all means, add me if you feel like it. All right, that's it. I got to go. See ya.